Pop-Tarts, I like to freeze them and then eat them, but we didn't really have that kind of time. Yeah. Wait, like, eat them frozen, or... Okay. They get chewy. I personally am a fan of the strawberry Pop-Tart, if I'm going to eat it in the intended medium. Yeah, yeah. Fruit is definitely better if you're going to toast them, but I was really feeling some chocolate to offset the uh, dill gator taters that I got for later. That's a sentence. (laughs) All right, welcome to Monster Pod. (laughs) Just took a really long drink of water. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Emily, your keeper of monsters, uh, keeper of these assholes, and sometimes I play Brie when I remember that she's there. I'm Travis. I play your friendly neighborhood cameraman, Buddy Norman, with his new troll buddy, Gothy. Oh, fuck. Oh, my fucking God. I forgot about the troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, Emily kind of forgot about the troll, too. Travis did not. Well, this should be fun to incorporate into the current mystery. <laughs> you would think that Jimmy wouldn't think forget Gothy about might the have to stay at home. saved his whole uh, ass. No, I definitely let Gothy. Gothy is borrowing my Switch at the moment. So he is going to be out for the next week playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> that checks out. Not, not, yeah, that, that checks out. Um, I'm Sarah, by the way. I play Thomason. She's the spooky. I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. He's the initiate. And it's uh, Sadie's technically birthday episode. Yay! Yes, technically. Technically, it will be my birthday. Sadie, tell the world how old you are. I don't want to. She's 31. Listen, (laughs) at least I'm not as old as you. You are exactly as old as me. Nope, you are still older than me by several months. (laughs) Four is not several. Mm -hmm. Four is a few. No, two is a few. No, two is a couple. I'm 28. (laughs) Shut up, Emily. And I'm 12. No one is, no one disputes this. I still feel bad we didn't throw you like a huge rager of a 30th birthday party, but eating quesadillas at a bar in Seattle, maybe not too bad. I also did not have a rager of a birthday party. I had an Anne Marie party. No, don't, you're 30. You don't need to be holding ragers anymore. No. This is, this is the age where we finally let ourselves go to bed at 10 o'clock. Especially because if you do have a rager, you'll have a week long hangover. Yeah. It's not worth it, folks. It's just not. I think after our last party, we ate an edible that was too strong and watched something. It was after the that Christmas. sounds about right. It was after the Christmas party. Because after our housewarming party, we did mushrooms and then watched Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the difference between 28 and 31. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this sounds exhausting and terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a crunchy ass Pop Tart. You hear this? <laughs> No, you're not eating it directly into the mic as you should. Our no. dumb cat is currently trying to drink the rainwater going down the outside of the window. <laughs> She's so precious. Oh, what a sweet simpleton. <laughs> it's like there is fresh water out here and I want to taste it. How do I do this? <laughs> I mean, this is the same cat who tries to stick her head in every glass of water I've drank since <laughs> December, so. I mean, yeah. I would say there's a reason I had to buy a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so since this is a very special Sadie episode. Oh, no, I'm scared and a little bit excited. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, I had to uh, get Sarah in on a thing before we started oh, because no. it was the type of thing that I, I couldn't really do without permission. 
Oh, no. <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh, no. <laughs> so as you guys have noticed, this uh, episode is called Operation Horn In. It can go so many ways. <laughs> Can't it? It can, and I'm worried. The original title was episode... Uh, what was, is this? Uh, Operation Getting Horny, but then I realized oh. that you work for a government agency. Uh, Buddy is still calling it Operation Getting Horny. For a minute, I thought you meant me as a human, and I was like, I don't work for a government agency. <laughs> <laughs> Mercifully, like, none of us do. <laughs> no. I was like, didn't Sarah work for the government at one point? But I don't think you did. Yes. I've interned for the government. I don't think I've ever been a paid employee I sold employee my soul to the government. government for four years. Oh my but... god, you were a government employee! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's a really obvious one here. I'm just... <laughs> I forget sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I just worry, because I know what oh, I did to you for your birthday episode of things. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. All right. Let's begin. <laughs> oh, hi, Lucy. You've decided let's, to sit on the chair begin. that wasn't meant for you. Um, all right. It's been, I don't know, a month since the uh, cow parade. <laughs> that you, Buddy is still... Nothing else happened in that episode. That was the only important thing. Right? And Instagram I mean, still since just... the cow parade, Buddy has been walking through the hallways just going, cow parade. <laughs> <laughs> is his Instagram just like cow parade pictures? Uh, he definitely does not have an Instagram because he has never figured out what that actually is. Fair enough. He probably said, come check out my Instagram and just showed you a bunch of Polaroids taped to a window somewhere. <laughs> In his studio apartment. Uh, oh, but he does now have a studio apartment. He realized that you don't have to live in the office. So Buddy finally moved out of the break room. Oh, that's good. I would hope he at least has. I would hope he at <laughs> least has a one. I guess Gothi has to stay at the office for uh, a little we bit. We actually, uh, I meant to look up to see what forests are nearby and figure out like if I <laughs> like probably about like a cabin near a forest. What kind of it's money Everett. do you think you're making? I don't know enough to buy a small cabin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, if it's not like a luxurious yeah, cabin, like, it ain't like some like fancy people stuff. I assume there was some kind of very awkward housewarming party <laughs> <laughs> that only Jimmy and Thomas mm-hmm. attended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bree had other plans <laughs> with one sad plate. TJ was invited and didn't show up. Gothi was one doing keg stands. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! The cheese spread at that party must have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So we know and what- all of the snacks were provided from the break break room at work. Of course. <laughs> uh, so we know what it took many trip loads with my pockets. So though. we know what Buddy and Gothi was doing. <laughs> um, what were Thomason and Jimmy up to? Um, Jimmy has probably been trying desperately not to anger the sect any further. Fair enough. And so probably went and did some side jobs for them. Just general extermination jobs. Yes. Uh, Thomason, what were you doing? I would say Thomason, as always, is continuing her magical education because it's not like she has friends. <laughs> I mean, she did have a sick party to go to. <laughs> Just saying. I would say friends outside of work. Fair enough. Um, she didn't call what's his face with the the what was his face? Oh, uh, I oh oh uh, yeah, Reggie. That guy. 
Was it Reggie? Okay, so I feel like they exchanged some awkward text messages for a while, uh, and then Thompson got bored and stopped. Well, there was also uh, Little Hicks. I feel like you just described my entire dating history, but continue. <laughs> I feel like Little Hicks has been texting Thompson, and she has not replied. He was Little cute. Little Hicks was the dildo picker? Yep. Okay. Why does that sound like a horrible euphemism that like a homophobic dad would use? Oh, boy, I hope they listened to the previous episode. Did you hear about Steve? I hear he's a dildo picker. Dad, you can't say. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Anyway, it's been about a month since this happened. So Gothi, during the day, he comes into the office and, um, you know, does testing and voluntarily. You know, so the we can understand trolls more. I've just been hoping that he'll do my taxes. <laughs> what? I assume he, he doesn't more know than I do. math. <laughs> That's something we'll have to unpack later. <laughs> I, yeah, I really want to understand the thought process there. But yeah, I don't continue. know if I understand the thought process there, but let's go. <laughs> <sighs> that could just be the tagline for the whole episode. Yeah. The whole show. <laughs> All right. So it's middle of the day. You don't have to get up too early like you did for Cheesegate. Um, <laughs> Bree is waiting for you in your usual briefing room. Uh, when you walk in, she looks very tense. It looks like her suit is even crisper than usual. Oh. Uh-oh. So she looks at all of you, points to your respective chairs and says, sit down, all of you. Uh, and she kind of oh, glances at the window into the hallway. Uh, Director Martin is coming to do this briefing, and I swear to Christ, if any of you embarrass me... Hello! (laughs) Buddy puts his leg back down because he was about to let out that last-minute fart before he got in. (laughs) Um, As Bree is talking, a man in his 60s enters the room. He's kind of on the tan side with very, very white, well-maintained hair, and there is an air of authority about him. He nods at Bree before turning to all of you. So this is the team that blew up private property. That'd be us. Yep. We've never seen any military people. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> well done. Van Houten is a public nuisance, and I hear Dr. Vu is also very excited about the merfolk that you brought her and the troll. Which, I mean, it's a little out of our usual, but... What, what, what's happening right now? Was that in character? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm here today because we have a very sensitive mission, and to be perfectly honest, I don't think a team of regular agents is going to cut it. Well, we sure as fuck ain't regular. Uh, Bree starts to pass out your standard briefing folders. These ones contain glossy photos of a large white horse with one spiraling horn coming from its <gasps> forehead. Uh, is this an actual fucking unicorn? <laughs> the, uh, dir- character. the director nods. <laughs> And keeps talking. Uh, Last night, a convoy of POD vehicles escorted by members of the Canadian Ministry of Supernatural Studies. (laughs) CMOS, if you will. (laughs) uh, Was ambushed as it traveled between Whistler, British Columbia and our station in Everett, Washington. One agent was rendered unconscious. The rest, three in total, have vanished. And our cargo, the unicorn you're looking at right now, was stolen. I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine how many A's we're going to get in this episode now. 
Um, after Midwestern times last time, I may not be trying as hard with accents. Well, it's probably for the best. I'm wondering how many southern accents will accidentally pop up in Canada. <laughs> Eat my entire ass. <laughs> it's a relationship built on love and trust and mutual respect. Yeah, some of those things. <laughs> I thought last time you said it was lots of pizza and beer. And jalapeno poppers, yes. Right, jalapeno poppers. <laughs> uh, the director continues. <laughs> The last check-in from the group was in Whistler, so I recommend you start around there. Uh, your mission, should you have no choice but to accept it, <laughs> is to and that's usually how this goes. Is to retrieve the unicorn and the lost crew members and return them to our headquarters. We need the unicorn alive for study, so make that your priority above everything else. You will be working with an agent from CMOS. Uh, as it is technically their jurisdiction, but our cargo. Fantastic. Well, that's unicorns. It's unicorns. Every month, it's a fun new surprise. <laughs> uh, I feel like daily. Daily, it's a fun new surprise. The director nods, leaves. Bree steps to the front. You assholes have any questions? I have so many questions and I just don't know where to start. Does the unicorn need a saddle to ride it or do you just hop up on there? That's a really great question. No one is riding the unicorn. Uh, Have you seen us? Have you met us at all? (laughs) No one is riding the unicorn. It needs to arrive back here in pristine condition. Buddy looks over at Bree and winks a whole lot and goes, no one's riding the unicorn. (laughs) Do you? understand that our orders come directly from the top unicorn. don't they normally yeah and this one is going to come from the top of a motherfucking unicorn do you have any questions that are relevant before we have to go how fast can a unicorn go we don't know that's why we need the unicorn <laughs> is it a canadian unicorn the unicorn was in fact found in nova scotia it's come a long way then <laughs> yeah Crossed that's a fast the entire fucking country. unicorn No, they found it in Nova Scotia. They flew it to Whistler so we could pick it up. Oh. So wait, the unicorn has wings? No, it flew on a plane. (laughs) There was paperwork. It's Canadian jurisdiction. I don't have time for this. (laughs) Buddy, unicorns can't fly. Those are pegasuses. Pegasi. Not the point. (laughs) This is this unicorn is technically on loan from Canada. <laughs> We're hoping to make it part of our permanent collection. I can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you please say that line again? Do you just have like a vault full of awesome creatures somewhere that we haven't had access to? Yeah, it's kind of like in a cabin in the woods. What? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, that is mistreatment of awesome dudes. Second of all, let me in that motherfucker. No, generally release, we release all specimens back into the wild, but we do have a farm for the unicorn to reside at while we do testing. A unicorn farm. That's, that's not like a euphemism, euphemism for like, we sent the dog to live in a farm upstate, right? No, it's an actual. Are you going to turn this unicorn into like glue and hot dogs? Are you guys ready to go, or do you have questions that are relevant? <laughs> Please, could we leave? <laughs> I'm crying real tears right now. We're 20 minutes in. 
<laughs> Not even. Half of that was just fucking around. <laughs> Another tagline for our <laughs> You guys landed a small airstrip near Whistler, BC. <laughs> Home of my ancestors. Um, excuse me, I, I need to look this up on a map real quick. I can't remember if it was all of you guys or just Travis when I told you that you could just fucking Google Whistler because this is all real places. I was on that one. I was there. Oh, it's next to Whistler Mountain and Tremor Mountain and Rainbow Mountain yes, it's, it's a lot and of Mount Brew. Ooh. Uh, I know where the unicorn's going to be. All right, so we're going to Whistler. Yep. Actually, one place that um, we're going to talk about is not... A real place, but... <laughs> is it I the same to... as headquarters? Well, no, you're actually not going there. That is actually in Toronto. Oh. I know, right? Yeah. It's like the two places that you know in Canada. Shut <laughs> up! I've been to Victoria and Vancouver. Still in BC. <laughs> yeah, BC is directly above where I've lived my entire life. <laughs> I know Calgary is a place. <laughs> she also has a phone in her hand at this very moment. Is she just looking up like Wikipedia list of places in Canada? Cool spots in Canada. I assume that's com. how you wrote this episode. <laughs> no, I just knew that Whistler was a place and went from there. Oh yeah, she was scrolling through a map of Canada while she was saying all these spots in Canada. I can see it on her phone. I've been to Victoria, you absolute <laughs> dick nut. <laughs> this is a podcast built on love, mutual respect, long-standing friendships. Yeah, I mean... I say, when has respect ever been a facet of any of our relationships? All right, so you guys arrive at a small airstrip near Whistler, and you head down the Sea to Sky Highway. Mm-hmm. Real place. I know. <laughs> Didn't make it up. <laughs> Like it goes like from the sea to the sky. Honestly, uh, I don't know why it's called that. I didn't look into that's, it. That's a hard way I'm to build a road. I'm guessing it goes up into the mountains. Yes. Hence sky. Yes. yes. Well, that's sea to mountain. It's literally a staircase. The Canadians are trying to build to heaven. <laughs> that is not uh, the case. I buy that a little bit more. <laughs> it's because on one side you have the sea, and on the other side you have the fucking mountains. You assholes. <laughs> the ocean, not the sea. Shut up. I'm glad I said this in a. <laughs> Um, and before she's getting more mad about this than I was about the casserole. <laughs> uh, did you just say casserole? You did. You said casserole. <gasps> They're gonna take your card away. They are. I referenced it as casserole because that was the thing I was mad about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And before we go any further, we've taken pictures of the staircase to heaven. <laughs> Thomason, I need you to make a roll for your vision. Ah, uh, damn it. Great news, everybody. That's a uh, 14. Ooh. Nice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 That's Somebody a weird vision. stalling while <laughs> she shoots. I will read as Emily is stalling. Uh, and and a 10 plus, you get a detailed vision of something bad that is yet to happen. All right. So you're chilling in the back of your van on the uh, way to where you're going in the Canadian wilderness. And you black out and well, she have has a vision. Been <laughs> Maybe not something to do on the job, but we'll talk about that later. Really? Now <laughs> um, is you're going to put a foot down on that? Whatever. <laughs> you have a vision of what looks to be a very old wooden building that you are inside of. And 
it's too dark to make out any real details of the space, but there are candles around you illuminating bits and pieces of red thing, like red sigils drawn on the wooden floor of this old, gross building. And you can hear a very soft chanting in a language you do not understand. It does not sound okay. good. This sounds promising. That's the word you're going to go with? Put a lot of work into this, jerk. <laughs> sounds terrifying, what it sounds. Oh, and just for added effect, you can feel the slight burn of restraints on your wrists. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Well. Aren't you glad you rolled a 14? This is going to be a fun adventure for Thomason. <laughs> <laughs> Get into some kinky stuff there. <laughs> so, uh, Thomas, did you have this vision uh, as you guys are turning down a long road heading up towards um, a small mountain lodge? Uh, it, the outside doesn't look like much, and it looks kind of homey, you know. Um, outside, there are tourists milling around and going off on various hiking trails that lead up the mountain. I should probably tell you guys. No, it doesn't matter what mountain you're near. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, Rainbow Mountain, because that's one of the mountains available, and it's where the fucking unicorn should be. Actually, that is the mountain that you're near, based on <laughs> stuff that I've named other things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're heading up on Rainbow Mountain to... <laughs> to find a fucking unicorn! Mm. <laughs> um, so they're heading off on hiking trails. Um, you guys park out front. You guys park out front, and now you have to role play this isn't just emily monologuing but it's so much fun when you just monologue <sighs> uh is there a door <laughs> we did that last time i'm kicking you off the podcast <laughs> i know but it's a funny joke every time i, make I know it. at least two to three people who will jump in that spot <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring taylor on this podcast Ooh, don't I, I rolled a nine to open the door okay you guys get out of the fucking van <laughs> Is there anyone, like, waiting? If I get to do it coolly and add my cool, I rolled an 11. You get out of the van and don't fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put on sunglasses. Uh, does it look like there's anyone waiting for us outside the lodge, or should we just, like, go in? No one is waiting for you outside the lodge. Okay, then we go inside. Executive right. decision by me. <laughs> God uh, Inside us. the, like, lobby area is only about a quarter full of people sitting on an assortment of plaid couches and chairs around a huge fireplace. Is there a big Canadian flag over the fireplace? No, there's a stuffed moose That head. would have been outside. I mean, just to... it's the same thing. Essentially. <laughs> it's not. A moose head is not the same thing as a Canadian flag. Symbolically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, there is probably a giant moose statue outside of the lodge. Probably. But no, we really have moose statues through most of the country. There's a whole thing. Anyway. Um, no, there is not a Canadian flag above the <laughs> fireplace, but there is a woman in a black suit that looks suspiciously like one that Brie has, <laughs> uh, who's looking at you over the top of the book she's reading. Oh, no. Is this Canadian Brie? <laughs> oh, good. Two people to disappoint. <laughs> uh, Jimmy walks up and says, hi, you look disappointed with us already. You must be from CMOS. <laughs> Good to see you found the place. Uh, which one are you? Oh, I'm Jimmy. Hmm. I see you've heard of me. Hmm. <laughs> I'm Buddy. We've all heard of you. <laughs> yeah. Hot Cheeto? And I reach into my pocket and pull out a loose hot Cheeto. <laughs> she looks the Cheeto over 
shakes her head. <laughs> I am Agent Mackenzie Leonard Moss. Sea Moss, I guess, but we don't really call ourselves Canadians when we, it's just the Ministry of Super, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've had a very long day. You would not believe the amount of paperwork. That goes into losing a unicorn. On Rainbow Mountain. Talk to Bree. I feel like you guys would have a lot to talk about. Mostly paperwork. I've met her before. Exchange pencil serpenting tips. Something like that. <laughs> God damn it. I hate you guys so much. We love you too. What are you- <laughs> uh, I don't know if it matters to you guys, but in my head, she's played by Evan Rachel Wood. Perfect. <laughs> oh, so we've got kind of a Westworld thing, thing going on here, huh? Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Forget Tessa Thompson's on Westworld. Why don't you come over here? And she leads you guys um, out to a back deck of the lodge where there's not really anyone around. Give you Aside a little... from a moose statue? Yeah, actually. Um... <laughs> Is there just a moose in every room? Should we just get that out of the way now? <laughs> it's actually in the brochure for the lodge. A moose in every room. <laughs> you like to replace the word elephant with moose a lot? <laughs> the moose in the room? The moose in the room. <laughs> That's my favorite kid's book. <laughs> When you give a moose a maple. <laughs> God. Yeah, she leads you out to the back the back deck where there like no one really is. So you guys have a little privacy to discuss the matter at hand. So after we group here, I'll take you guys to the site where they crashed. We've left it fairly intact. I don't know. I hear you guys need to get a feel for crime scenes. Yeah, generally that uh that that is good for us it helps. to do. What do you guys what were you briefed on? Well, unicorns are real. That you were transporting a unicorn to us and were ambushed. And then you had a big old whoopsie and the unicorn's gone. Yeah, that about covers it. All right, that's about as much as I know as well. They called me in from our Calgary office. <laughs> uh, is the surviving agent still around? She is upstairs at the lodge. Our uh, unit doctor is having a look over her. She should be ready in a while, but... As you can imagine, not in great shape. Well, no, they usually aren't witnesses, I mean. Yeah, so as far as I know, the convoy was ambushed. Uh, most of the agents, including one of our agents, and the, I don't want to say captive, um, <laughs> <laughs> the cargo uh, was removed from the truck transporting so it. So how many of those agents were your agents and how many of them were ours? One of our agents... Um, the one that survived was ours, and two from your unit. And who's the fourth one? Weren't there four? I maybe said four. <laughs> there was another Canadian if I said four. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is there anything special about transporting this unicorn? Like, is this a routine thing, or...? Well, it's the first unicorn we've seen in 60 years, so... I mean, I haven't seen one in 60 years. Uh, that would be strange, but it was the first unicorn. <coughs> well, you are a robot, so. Or a vampire, depending on the fandom. <laughs> yeah, it was the first unicorn in North America in almost, you know, 70 years, so. Kind of and a big were, deal. Do you get, well, clearly not recently, but in the past, were there a lot of unicorns around the North America? Like, is that a thing? No. Um, it... By our calculations, 
There are about six unicorns per continent. That's a lot more unicorns than I thought there were. So I'm very excited to hear this news. <laughs> okay. Um, I so if the the agent isn't ready yet, can you take us out to the scene of the crash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's go. It's, uh, it's just down the highway a little bit. in a mystery. And on the way there, I'm going to use one of my moves, uh, the Mojo Wire, to look stuff up about any weird things happening. It gives me a plus one forward when we get there to investigate. Um, and I leveled up at the end of last session. And took another sharp? Uh, I took another sharp, yep. So cool. now I've got plus two to sharp. All right, so um, with Agent Leonard uh, driving your big church fan. <laughs> <laughs> She takes you they down. Have Jesus up in Canada too. So much Jesus. Oh no. So oh, much Jesus. Like, there's a new episode of Righteous Gemstones tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys drive down to a, a very lonely stretch of highway, uh, about twenty-ish miles away from the lodge. Um, it's scenic, but it's not a place that you'd like. You'd want to get stranded. Uh, as you pull up to the side of this crash, you see a moose off in the distance. <laughs> and Emily accepts that she's going to anger the Canadian listeners. <laughs> I named that moose Timothy. <laughs> no, Timothy is something you name an elephant. Yeah, but we're replacing, we're replacing elephants say, with yeah. moose. Moose are Canadian elephants. No, 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 moose. Moosin. No, no, moose. <laughs> <laughs> Musopotamuses? Stop it. <laughs> Moosin. It is technically my birthday, okay? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Your birthday is not for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> Actually, also, most of them do, but... If you're expecting us to treat you nicely for your birthday, I mean... I feel like you missed large chunks of our friendship. That's why we get you birthday presents, to make it so we don't have to be nice to you on your birthday. <laughs> oh, God. So you guys pull up to this rack that's being cordoned off by, I assume Canadians use the same yellow caution tape yes. as Americans. <laughs> it's not just like, it's uh, like maple blue leaf. in Canada. It's not blue in Canada. It is yellow caution tape. I just it's didn't. not just uh, like a piece of tape with like moose heads and like maple leaves on it. I just didn't know what the exchange rate was. It just says sorry. The trucks and trailer have been left where they landed. Uh, the lead car has flipped, flipped. <laughs> the lead car has flipped upside down with the front facing north, which is the direction that you came from. So it flipped upside down backwards. Okay, so it was going south. It was going and, south. Okay, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, the second truck veered off into the ditch at the side of the highway, about twenty yards behind the first vehicle. Strangely, the trailer is untouched, save for the back door being ripped off and a smear of something on the door. Interesting. Well, I'm going to okay. investigate a mystery. Please do. Uh, I'm glad I have that plus one forward. Brings me up to a ten. What do you get with that? Uh, that's uh, two questions. Okay. Go for it. Uh, so first one I'm going to go with is what happened here, specifically looking at the van that has flipped the opposite direction that it was heading. 
Okay. Trying to find any clues as to what done flipped this here van. Okay. So you look at the front of the truck, which is upside down and facing in the opposite direction of where it was headed. Mm -hmm. And you see that while the front isn't dented in, it's dented up. Oh. So something Ah. like pretty much like the Hulk just reached underneath it and flipped this motherfucker over? It kind of looks like that, yes. Yeah, okay. So we're looking for a big green guy. Did they just run into a moose? I t- <laughs> <laughs> if the moose put its horns under the truck and, like, flipped it. I mean, that sounds pretty metal. Yeah, it gets angry enough. Then my second question I would like to ask is, where did it go? Specifically trying to look for any signs of the direction the unicorn went. You can see into the woods um, leading up the mountain. Mm -hmm. A mountain. There's like a thousand mountains there. Anyway, so you can kind of see into the woods and you see something black hanging off of a branch that's kind of flapping in the breeze. I go look at it. It's a piece of torn fabric. Like a flannel that a moose would have been wearing? No, like a a cotton rayon blend. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like a suit. Like a black suit. Yeah, kind of, except... I mean, I don't know what fancy suits are made out of. No, none of us are fancy enough to know that. Yeah, I don't know. Money? <laughs> <laughs> Just printed money. You know, That's actually a fun black. fact about the hit TV show Suits. All of Harvey's suits were made out of money. <laughs> also which, shot in Canada. Which money is actually made out of uh, repurposed denim. So. so extra classy. So you're telling me that Harvey Specter is wearing denim suits? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's in Canada. <laughs> it really gives a whole new meaning to Canadian tuxedo, it doesn't it? It does. <laughs> we also call that the uh, Idaho uh, tuxedo. It doesn't sound as fun. No. No. According oh, to Wikipedia. And theirs should be made out of potatoes. Theirs yeah, should be made out of KKK hoods. Uh, probably. Idaho's real racist, you guys. <laughs> According to... Uh, Wikipedia suits are often made out of wool or polyester. Hmm. Oh, well, today we learned a thing. The more you know. <laughs> well, this is a slightly cheaper suit. So, yeah. Also tracks. All right. Um, I would like to also investigate a mystery. I want to focus on the trailer and I want to use my sight so I can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences, which I imagine might come into play with. A fucking unicorn. You have no idea how much I was hoping you were going to use that move. (laughs) I wrote something specifically in case you used that move. Oh my god. Well, temper your expectations a bit because I haven't rolled yet. (laughs) It's a 10. Could you remind me? Dramatic effect. Thank you. I'm glad someone noticed. Did you remind me what the parameters for that are? <clears throat> uh, I think it's just standard investigative mystery shit, right? I mean, other than the fact that I can see magical stuff. So it gets you one, yeah. one hold, two holds? Uh, and a 10 plus hold two. Yeah. Okay. So you're investigating the trailer? Yeah. So I guess what happened here? Okay. All right. So the uh, trailer has a very like dense magical aura about it obviously. And you notice that the smear of something on the side of the trailer is thick and pink and kind of has a metallic smell to it. 
So did somebody hurt the unicorn? I mean, it, it could be unicorn blood. It couldn't be. Or you could get stuff to test or... Yep. Yeah, let's... Uh, Thomason's gonna wave Jimmy over and make him take a sample of it because she's not touching that. Do we not remember the last time I tried to take a sample of something and my brain swelled? To be fair, <laughs> this isn't um, a rabies contagion. How do we know that? Because I'm telling you, it's not a rabies contagion. Do I trust you? Okay. Um, do I have to roll to... Oh, wait, I get one more question. Oh. Um, and I want to ask what is being concealed here? Fuck, that's a good chip. Um... <laughs> <laughs> In here, I thought I had solved the mystery with one question. <laughs> There's a unicorn. Holy shit. It's just the backseat of the truck. Sarah's very tired, and she wants the mystery to end now. They had um, an invisibility cloak on the whole time, so we couldn't see it. Okay. So, while you're looking in the trailer, you kind of see something, like, blurry, uh, but bright, moving uh, kind of near the first truck in the convoy. Okay. Um, so you you kind of follow this movement and see that it is like a kind of a shimmery outline of a human. Oh. <coughs> uh, sorry, I'm writing this down and also I'm trying to figure out, is this something I'm actually seeing? It's not like a memory of something. I don't know. You can go look at it. Okay. Can I go look at it? <laughs> yes. It's a, It's a human man in a black suit, but he doesn't seem like he's fully there. Can I, like, wave a hand through him and see if... I mean, he can see you. He is registering you. Oh, okay. Um, it... Shit. Are you a ghost? Um, as you kind of come up on him, you see that the white of the shirt that he's wearing under his suit jacket is soaked with human blood. Oh, fuck, you're definitely definitely a ghost. There is a large piece of windshield glass protruding from a spot just above his ear. Oh, damn. Oh, oh, that's really grim. You should have probably <laughs> led with that. <laughs> I feel like that would have been the first thing we would have noticed. No. Well, no, obviously you saw a new person, so you stared at the shoes first and just started working your way up, no. just <laughs> clocking every little detail until you got to the head, and you're like, oh, shit, In- he dead oh, as fuck. My description, he was kind of facing the opposite direction, so you didn't see the side of his head with the glass, and then he turned his head to look at you. It's a big so pe- very sixth sense is what I'm it's getting. It's very sixth. The, the, yeah. The sixth the sense? Shut up. Right. And I'm guessing I'm the only one who can see this guy. Correct. Correct, Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Gotta talk to a ghost now. Give me a moment. It's not the weirdest thing you've done. It really isn't. I mean, she's talked to mer people, so Yeah. <laughs> So after she screams and says, holy shit, <laughs> um, well, what the fuck happened to you? It's like, you can see me? I think I can. Oh, thank God. I've been standing out here screaming all night. Oh, oh, do you, you get what's happened, right? I, I have some ideas about it. Sorry. Are you, are you with the investigation? Yes. Technically. You work for our office, don't you? I, yeah, more or less. It's not exactly voluntary, so. (laughs) Um, Well, I can kind of, there's a really bright light up the road, but I felt like I probably needed to talk to someone before I I went to it. And I guess if you're the only person who can see me, 
Yeah, you got to tell me what happened, dude. Um, well, I was I was driving the, the the second truck and we were I mean, it was normal, it was routine. We had just checked in in Whistler. We were headed down to our office in Washington and it's about 3 in the morning. I saw the the truck that Dina was driving and it it flipped and then I saw something black in the middle of the road behind it, so I kind of tried to skirt around it, but then, I don't know, it felt like the wheel was being taken from me, and it wasn't Jesus. <laughs> next thing I know, I'm in the, it never, it, It's never Jesus. Next thing I know, I'm in the, the ditch, and the windshield has exploded, and everything kind of hurt, and that's, that's all I can tell you. Oof. Yikes. I woke up in the middle of the road, dead. You can't wake up day. dead. You woke up dead. Did you see what happened to your body? I mean, we haven't found any bodies. No, I tried looking for it for a while, and then the police Every- showed up, and then I don't, I don't know where it is. So everyone was gone before you like woke up as a ghost. Everyone except Dina, the driver of the first truck. I think they took her away. Okay, she must be the survivor then. Oh, so wait okay. a second. All the dead people's bodies have just completely disappeared? Seems to be. Oh. And also, this whole conversation is happening outside of what Buddy can actually hear, right? <laughs> you can hear this Thomas. This is just Travis saying You that. can hear Thomas inside. Well, I mean, I figured. Yeah, are Thomas, are, are Jimmy and Buddy just like watching this going, Thomas is talking to Air? Yeah. She's lost it completely. Yeah. No it's not surprised. the weirdest thing that's happened to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this sucks for you. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Are is there like a message or anything you want to pass on to anybody? Um, that's very I feel nice like of you. I should do that as a thing. So I work on the uh, sub subfloor three at the POD office, um, sixth desk from the right when you get off the elevator. My na- okay. name is is Todd Reynolds. Could you? Delete my browsing history. Oh my god. <clears throat> yeah. Thank sure. you. That's fine. Thank you. And as you promised to do that, his body turns to white lights <laughs> and, and floats into the ether. <laughs> I was trying to have a nice moment, and this is what Emily gives me to work with. <laughs> you surprised though? No. You have released his soul. And you may take plus one on your next charm roll. <laughs> he was real worried about Great. that browsing history, which is terrifying. Also, you just gave her the most buddy moment that could have happened. I'm sorry. Because that is absolutely just Tyler Labine's character from Deadbeat having this happen. And that's what buddy is based on. <laughs> I will um, absolutely make buddy delete the I browsing gave, history. <laughs> I gave Buddy a troll friend. I mean, yeah, it's a very good day for Buddy. So is every day, really. <laughs> it's a good day to be a Buddy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the spirit you're talking to is now gone. Well, okay. Um. So she's going to go relay all this to Jimmy and Buddy. Oh, that makes so much more sense than you've gone crazy and we're just talking to yourself. I mean... We were a little worried, but like more not or like less. super worried, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so that's interesting. Not a typical car crash. Not that every anything we ever do is typical. I was going to say, if we're here, it's probably not typical. No. Does right. Jimmy want to investigate anything? or 
Well, do I need to roll to take that sample? No, you just bag and tag a sample and hand it off to Bree and Mackenzie. I think everyone has investigated everything cool, so... <laughs> I mean, there was that stuff, that torn stuff in the woods, but... Oh, I just figured Buddy would have grabbed that. Um, I, I mean, he probably did, but I mean... that. Yeah, Buddy definitely grabbed the, the piece of stuff that he went to go look at. Broken branches and stuff in that area and whatnot. I mean, he left the branches there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Thomas and... Tom, who, who looked at the... Thomas and looked at the dent in the front, right? Or Buddy did? It was Buddy. Yeah. Buddy. Buddy found the fabric. Thomas and talked to a ghost. <laughs> Got an awkward final wish. Um, <laughs> Just taking care of business. Awkward final wish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's, unless there's anything, I'll just roll to investigate a mystery just to see if there's anything else. That's gonna be an eight. Yeah, you get uh, one hold with an eight. Is there anything else being concealed here, like, while we're... Um, well, when you look into the woods near where that, where that piece of broken, not broken fabric. <laughs> Ripped fabric? Ripped fabric. <laughs> just took a real... David Rose situation there. You can see a lot of broken branches around where that fabric was, like um, something had been kind of led into the woods. Mm-hmm. That's what you see. Are there any tracks or anything in the woods? It's kind of dense underbrush, so there's not so much by way of tracks, but you can kind of tell that that area was like stamped down. Anybody want to follow a trail? Yeah! Yeah, I love following trails. Let's go. I think we're going to follow a trail, Emily. Okay, so you guys go into the woods a little bit, kind of following this place where it's it's um, like the underbrush has been stamped down. And you um, don't really see much of anything, honestly. Um, you kind of come out of a little bit of, of woods that are surrounding the road, and you're just kind of on uh, like flat, not flat, but like rocky mountain territory. Not like Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. but like the area is rocky and it is a mountain. <laughs> I mean, it is technically the Rocky Mountains. It is technically the Rocky Mountains, yeah. Okay, so it's literally the <laughs> Rocky Mountains. We see anything that would indicate where they might have gone? Not particularly, no. Mm. Do we just walk into the woods for nothing? Maybe. Buddy does his absolute best unicorn impression. <laughs> just trying to do a unicorn call. What does that sound like? I don't. Oh. Roll for unicorn call. <laughs> <laughs> Now's your chance to figure it out. Uh, ooh. All right, I don't really need to add anything, but what do I add to a unicorn call? Charm. Charm? Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, that's going to be a 13. You make a really, really, really convincing, like, horse noise, but it mostly <laughs> just echoes in the area, and you see some birds fly off in the distance. But you can, like, hear the reverberation that would be coming off of the horn with that horse noise, right? Yeah. It has a certain sparkle to it. Yeah. A rainbow sparkle? Yeah. <laughs> so nothing happens, I assume, when... I don't know why you think it would. I don't know. You never know. Do we go back to the crime scene? Yeah. Um, where do you guys want to go from, from there? Uh, you should be able to talk to the other driver at the lodge. Yeah, so that's probably our next stop is go check on Dina. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys head back to the lodge and you go upstairs to one of the guest rooms where there is a um, a woman who's 
pretty heavily bandaged. Like, her arm is in a sling. She's got some cuts on her face, but she doesn't look horrible. She doesn't have uh, part of a windshield sticking out of her head. <laughs> She's alive. Well, that's a And relief. even if she did, they would have taken it out. <laughs> what if it was, like... <laughs> she would not, not just be at the lodge if they needed to take <laughs> I'm just gonna stop you right there <laughs> I was gonna say if it was a load bearing piece of glass a load bearing piece of- <laughs> she's got Canadian healthcare they would take it out <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna charge her to take it out weird brag true brag in our country <laughs> if they have to take out a piece of glass <laughs> they do it None of this weak-ass American shit. That sounded very much like a Minnesota accent. Fuck off! <laughs> Why don't you guys go down to the tavern and have a nice Molson's, eh? Listen, we have much better beer than that. My frame of reference for Canadian accents in this part of the country is from Brother Bear, so you're gonna need to bear with me. <laughs> to bear with you, eh? To Brother Bear with me. <laughs> yeah, you got this lady. You guys could convene outside her room. Yeah, that's probably that. a good idea. Send Buddy in to do the talking because Thomason is horrible at it and Jimmy could be off-putting. <laughs> and Buddy is, well, Buddy. Yeah. Buddy is the least threatening. <laughs> a soft, doughy man in cargo shorts? Can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Whose character sheet is completely built out for talking to people and getting information from them? <laughs> Works out nicely, really. Yeah. Really, yeah. Honestly, like, you, I'm glad you guys are a very well balanced team, if I have to be completely honest. You're just all kinda dumb. Kinda <laughs> <laughs> I mean Yeah, I'm not kinda dumb. I just this, am dumb. I mean that's what you get, Emily, when you ask the three of us to play a game with you. <laughs> I mean I, varying anyway. levels of idiot. So we've got the survivor. Mm-hmm. Um we should ask her what she was driving the lead car. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we need to ask her what it is that she uh, saw in the middle of the road that mm-hmm. flipped her goddamn car up, <laughs> um, uh, for starters, and then anything else. Also, probably she if she remember. may have talked to anybody about what she was transporting. Oh, oh, that's yeah. good. You're so smart. Wow, I don't know what to do with that in that sentence. I. <laughs> that almost sounded okay? sarcastic. Like I know it wasn't, but <laughs> just the sincerity was. <laughs> It's off-putting. The sincerity is off-putting. <laughs> Sorry, I'll try not to do that again. Thanks. Yeah, so those things. Yeah. Go ask her that, buddy. Okay. Oh, God. Buddy goes back up in there. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm going to need you to roll to investigate a mystery. Yeah. Uh, Well, I didn't roll well, but I get a bunch of bonuses. <laughs> Let's see, you get plus six, one charm nine. going forward. No, that was Thomason that gets plus one charm. For helping a spirit yeah. move on. Unless Definitely I still good. used my mojo wire. It's either a nine or a ten. Nine? So I get a question. Okay. Uh, well, like, question, like, from the list. I mean, I guess, like, from the list, the question I'm going to be using is what happened here. But, like, asking her specifically about, like, exactly what she saw when the vehicle got flipped over. See, like, like really want to figure out if she knows, like, could identify the creature that did it. Okay. Um, so she thinks for a minute, because her memory is a little hazy from, you know, being knocked unconscious and almost dying and meh. She thinks about it and she's like, well, we had just gotten back on the road. Why am I doing that accent? Uh, we had just gotten <laughs> back know. on the road. She's the Canadian member of the team. Uh, 
we just got back on the road after stopping at that roadhouse for a cup of coffee. Uh, what was this roadhouse? Uh, the Rainbow Ridge Roadhouse. Rainbow Ridge Roadhouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's not very well lit out there. It's the middle of nowhere. But then I kind of saw... It wasn't a bright light. It was a dark light, if that makes sense. So kind of like an absence of light sort of situation? Yeah. Like, it illuminated the road a little bit, but it wasn't light. Hmm. Illuminated so the you've got icky light situations going on. <laughs> and there was a like a black mass in the road. It wasn't... Like church? Yeah, like satanic church. It was a full fucking satanic mass happening in the middle of the highway. Sabrina was there. No, it was like a black shape and it was... It didn't look like a person but it also happened really fast because the next thing i know the entire cab went dark darker than it would be and i just felt myself going over backwards hmm weird i could hear voices and i kind of just played dead could you tell what those voices were saying by any chance no it was very muffled and that makes sense it was outside of the car that was currently getting flipped so yeah well, that sounds like a real poopy day. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. Thank God for Canadian healthcare, though, am I right? <laughs> I was also kind of waiting for you to finish your ship so you could. You I'm know, done. Speak. <laughs> Do you have more questions? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my only one, like, from the list that I get, but I mean, I assume I can still talk to this lady. Yeah, I mean, she's given you pretty much all the relevant information that she has, but. Yeah. Did you ask her about and, uh, the. Did you guys happen to talk to anybody like who was outside of uh, either the U.S. or Canadian organization? No, I mean, it's a... Maybe accidentally mentioned something when you were at the, the Rainbow Ridge Diner? I already forgot what it was. And we were talking about the route we were going to take once we got back to the States, but... Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was anybody else in that uh, spot? I mean, I assume there's employees and stuff. It's a handful of people, a bartender. Yeah. I'm shrugging. I don't know if you guys can see that. <laughs> uh, no, we cannot hear the shrug. Shrug. <laughs> well, okay then. All right. Well, do we... This is outside of the room, I'm guessing. Have we all gone back out? Yeah, yeah you I think Buddy just did a nice little bow and walked out we of the room. Convene again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So should we go to this Rainbow Ridge Lodge and... Uh, at at Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Roadhouse, thank you. <laughs> like, I feel like, well, one, I could use a drink because I just saw a ghost. Uh, two, we might want to ask around and see if anyone noticed anything or if there's anyone ask, acting suspicious, someone who, you know, maybe didn't show up to work. Uh, as a requirement on this podcast, if you say suspicious, you have to say it like Lieutenant Aldo Rain. So do a line <laughs> read again. <laughs> <laughs> Suspicious? I can't. It's been a while since I've seen the glorious past. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> I will not do that. I can't do it. <laughs> so please, can we go get a drink? You're yeah. on the clock. You are on the clock. When has that ever stopped us? This Literally is Brie never. yelling from the driver's seat. You're on the clock. <laughs> and we're still, yell- still talking to her. We've not, we never also, stopped us. 
we also blew up an entire lab when we were on the clock and no and we got like accolades for we that are in i guess an- from the director so you know we are in another country's jurisdiction an agent for which is sitting in the passenger seat <laughs> and you guys want to get a fucking drink on the clock <laughs> I mean, we're gathering yes. intel and we start a drinking buzz. at 19 so <laughs> i don't know if i need to remind anyone but i saw a dead person <laughs> Who asked me to delete his browsing history? I want a drink. <laughs> Agent Leonard kind of looks over at Brie from her spot in the passenger seat and says, Yeah, you wouldn't want to get a drink. <laughs> and then Brie's very quiet. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like there's a history. Oh, there is a rich history, but it's nothing that they're going to tell you about. <laughs> God damn it. Not even if we get them drunk? You really think Bree's going to drink on the clock? <laughs> well, no, I expect you to drink no in a bar I'm no longer interested seat. in this unicorn mystery. I want to solve this mystery. <laughs> there was an awkward inner-country Christmas party a couple years ago. This is all I care about now. Got to keep the content for the gays in line. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when you put Tessa Thompson and Evan Rachel Wood in the same, like, same mystery... Yeah, it's just, almost like it's I planned it. Something's going to happen. There's something- too much... Ooh, those Fritos are good. Something did happen, Sadie. <laughs> Something did happen. <laughs> Blissful joy. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you guys head down to the the roadhouse. Yep. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Road. <laughs> <laughs> are we more excited about the roadhouse than we are the unicorn? Yes. I mean, you know where the roadhouse is. So yeah, the roadhouse is somewhere in between the lodge and the crash site. It's nice enough. It's the kind of roadhouse you'd find just off a highway, so no real windows or kind of like just a shed. In yeah, the- sort of. There, are, when you come in, there are wooden tables and booths, some of which bear marks that could have been from bar fights. Um, there's a well-worn pool table that sits in one corner next to a jukebox that is currently playing some song you recognize as maybe being by Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are neon signs for different beers and alcohols hanging around the bar. Molson, Molson, <laughs> Molson. Bite me, bite me, bite me. Six different fonts, different colors. It's all Molson signs. <laughs> did I make you drink Molson once? I think the answer is no. No, I wish I had, though. But that peach cider we no, did have don't. was really, really good. Huh. Um, there's a waitress behind the bar who's not really doing anything because there is all of one other person in the bar and it's the man who's kind of nursing a beer uh in one of the back booths anybody in the bar have unicorn related injuries on them (laughs) no (laughs) oh (laughs) unicorns are gentle creatures and do not fight back travis well (laughs) why don't i accidentally poke somebody so the uh waitress isn't doing anything can we go up and talk to her yeah let's start she's standing there It's like, well, hi. You guys know what you want. I can make some recommendations. The Molson is particularly good today. I hate you. I hate you so much. (laughs) She's cute. Jimmy might be into it. I don't know what Jimmy's into. Uh, Brie pushes her way out. Brie. (laughs) (laughs) Just God modding another person's character. That's great, Sarah. Sarah, we have run enough role-playing sites for you to know that's not okay. (laughs) Look, or it's just is I'm Thomas and just using Brie as like a human shield to bust her way up there? Before Jimmy can make a fool of himself? 
Thomason pushes her way up to the counter and orders a whiskey. Please. Um, Sarah, for mm-hmm. reference. No, not Sarah. Sadie. Yeah. For reference. What kind of whiskey would she be given? I mean, we have all of the whiskeys. I know, but like, <laughs> what's a moderate Canadian oh, whiskey? Shit, what's this shit my dad drinks? Windsor? Canadian mist? No, you would not be given Windsor. If you were as, if you were, she'd probably <laughs> pour you Crown if you if she was being an asshole. <laughs> Which is rye, not I mean, whiskey. But. Close enough. Hmm, yeah. A generic bourbon makes its way across the bar to you in a chipped glass. Oh, thank God. She throws some of that back. Like, you guys are awful fancy to be in a bar like this, you know? Buddy wow. orders some poutine. Hey, Sarah. Priorities. Hey, Sadie, are Canadian bars required to sell food? No. Okay. I found this on the web for a Canadian brass required to sell food. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, hey, Sadie sounds a lot like hey, Siri, when I have a Frito in my mouth. <laughs> You're not the first person that's happened to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are they? They're not. Okay. Sorry, we don't sell food. There's some peanuts on the bar. In a bowl, not just loose. <laughs> just loose peanuts. <laughs> like that would I think Bill s- dropped some peanuts in the corner over there if you want to check it. <laughs> but he starts sadly eating loose peanuts. They make a good poutine at the lodge up the street. <laughs> just for future reference. Since this well, is good. I know where Buddy wants to go next. The place yes. where you're sleeping tonight? Yeah. No. That's helpful. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what about you, sir, with the face? <laughs> I'm assuming that's me. Yeah. I'll just I'll just have whatever beer is closest. Molson's. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to throw you and give you like an actual beer name, but I didn't just... Just give me the fucking Molson. Just yeah. Uh, just give me a Coors. God damn it. <laughs> oh, she hands you a Budweiser. Gross. Really, Thomason, <laughs> judging Jimmy right now. That's what you get for just ordering a beer. <laughs> He's not from Canada. He doesn't know the miracle that is Canadian beer. All right, you guys all have your drinks. <laughs> Sitting at the bar. Buddy has his loose peanuts. Uh, Buddy would like to do a quick, like, clock around the room to see if there's any, like, suspicious-looking characters around. Okay. No. There's just that guy in the back. He appears to be in his mid-twenties. He's just drinking a beer, staring into the middle distance. (laughs) Looks like he's had a rough day. (laughs) I do want to go talk to that guy, but let's talk to the bartender first. Does she have, like, a name tag on or anything? Yeah, I'm she has there's no. name tags at a bar. That's why I said I'm assuming no, but no. I don't know what Emily's brain work. <laughs> no. But if you ask, if you talk to her, maybe she'll. <laughs> if you have a conversation with her like you're a human being. Conversation? What? I don't do that in real life. Um, uh, hey, um, just while, while we have you, um, there were some people who were in here uh, yesterday. Was it yesterday? It would have been, uh, like, late that night before, because they yeah, crashed the at 3 a.m. There was a couple people here, here the night before. Uh, a couple of them wearing suits. Looked like they might have a couple of sticks shoved up their ass. Uh, no, we had some people in here that had a cup of coffee and talked a little bit and then left. I didn't really pay much attention to them. It was kind of the very end of my shift. Mm. Was there anyone else in the bar around that time? Not that I can remember, but... 
It was kind of the wild Saturday night crowd was starting to clear out as they were coming in. Oh, look, she's still no there. No regulars that kind of stick around or... No, we actually don't get too many regulars out here. Who's that guy in the corner? A man who ordered a beer? I was really hoping you were going to say a regular. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't ask him his life story when he uh, ordered that? Generally, no. I kind of just leave people on their own. If they're drinking at a roadhouse on the middle of a highway in mountain country... So no, no, really, no one else in the bar. No, not really. It cleared out because most people start to head home around one thirty, and these people came in about one thirty. Hmm. I don't know why people are drinking and driving around here, but that's not my business. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I assume people in like small, like deep country towns aren't taking Ubers home. No. So I'm thinking that maybe. Uh, the unicorn got clocked as everybody was leaving the bar, and maybe one of the people hanging out at the bar saw a trailer that maybe just had a horse in it. And then they peeked up inside there and saw it was a unicorn. I can tell you now that the uh, trailer that you guys inspected earlier did not have any windows. Well, that's a sad ride for the unicorn. That seems smart. It's like an armored truck for a unicorn. It is a unicorn. Yeah. Also, did you say the word unicorn out loud in front of the stranger? <laughs> no. <laughs> Was that a Travis question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it's it's fair to ask that when Buddy is involved. <laughs> yeah. You mean, Buddy, you got some fucked up fish out there, Norman. <laughs> yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't see anybody else. She doesn't have any regulars, so there's nobody who would have been in here for her to identify as somebody she could point us to. Can I ask what you guys are doing up here? Like, with, you're just not the regular kind of folks we have out Ski here. Ski trip. It's sure. August. <laughs> Very dry skiing. Buddy dry skiing Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy here, he... See, we we wanted to get him up in the mountains so he could practice before, you know, real skiing is, season. Is he kind of like a Rudy Rain Man situation? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Buddy smashes a peanut on the bar counter. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get calls. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I, I had a whole thought, and then you asked that question, and now it's gone. Okay, so... We are on a ski trip. <laughs> a ill-advised ski trip. A very dry ski trip. Are you guys headed up to, like, the Black Tusk to do your skiing? Uh, that sounds ominous. What happens up there? Uh, so, well, I mean, it's probably good you're not going up there. That place can get a little weird. Weird how? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. How weird? I mean, it's... We like it's weird. It's a nice hike. Like, it's a lot of, you know, black rocks and nice view, but sometimes the local teens will go up there. I don't know why I said local teens. I'm only, like, 25. <laughs> and slipping into Southern again. <laughs> Name's Tina, by the way. <laughs> Tina, Tina from Alabama. <laughs> uh, Working on Rainbow Mountain. <laughs> It's a rainbow range, but whatever. <laughs> well, she yeah. still is working on Rainbow Mountain. <sighs> whatever. Um, uh, well, no, I'm, I don't go up there very often. It's kind of a rough hike, uh, but I don't know. Some people say that there's like 
culty stuff that happens up there, like burning candles and weird shapes and stuff written on the rocks and chalk, but... Oh, yeah. So, like, fake cult stuff. Yeah, I guess. I don't really know what her real cult stuff would be. That sounds pretty real to me. It's probably for the best that you don't know what real occult stuff is like. Yeah, it's just... I'm just going to let her sit with that. I can't imagine that, that I would like people to... feel good after we talk to them. I'd like this conversation to just stop where we're at, and we just all uh... walk out the bar and go to this next place. I know. <laughs> Reggie felt pretty good after he talked to you, but, you know, Thomason had to go fuck that up. <laughs> Long-distance relationships never work, you Emily. Can to Minnesota. I hear it's nice. Um, so as you guys are talking to Tina, the waitress, about this stuff... The guy in the corner stands up, um, his beer is empty, starts walking to the door. But as he nears the door, he locks it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. And he kind of shambles is really the only way I can describe what he's doing up towards you. And you notice that this younger-ish man... Is kind of like pale and sweaty, and his eyes look glazed over. And he's walking a little bit like he's not fully in control of his body. Y'all have seen Stardust, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I don't uh, like that. It's a little in the same range as Mark Strong at the end when he's being controlled by a doll. Oh, no, thank you. No. That's- nightmare inducing. I don't want it. You can take it back. And can I return this? Can I have a gift receipt? (laughs) Jimmy, don't you have a gun? And so he's shuffling towards you and all of the main lights in the in the roadhouse go out, leaving only the glow from the jukebox that is now playing a little bit of Celine Dion. (laughs) Why? That's so much worse. Uh, (laughs) That's terrifying. Currently belting about how she drove all night. Uh, oh, yeah, God. Buddy is going to just roll over the bar and grab the first thing he can find and chuck it at this dude, which is probably just a loose peanut. Roll to kick some ass. <laughs> With a peanut? It depends on how high you roll. I'll tell you what you grabbed. <laughs> oh, boy. That is a four. You grab, a, oh, you no. grab one of those, that like, is a cocktail peanut. swords. That is far more dangerous than just a loose peanut. No, Unless so he has a peanut allergy. Does he have a peanut allergy? You throw this cocktail sword, and it kind of just bounces off his left shoulder, and he keeps kind of, like, moving towards you. Like, swinging his shoulder to get his leg to move, kind of. Oh, I yeah, hate it. going to squeal like a girl and hide. Yeah, that seems like for the best. Jimmy's going <laughs> to literally take up the god and shoot him. Just in the arm. That would be a nine. I'm gonna kick some ass. And how much harm does your gun do? Uh, two. Okay. It it hits him. It kind of grazes his arm a little bit, uh, and he takes one harm. Okay. And you like you weren't expecting as much kickback from your gun, I think, because it's been a long time since you actually fired it yes um so you kind of like smack back into the bar a little bit and you hear a voice coming from around the area of his head but not from his head i hate all of this and really only jimmy can hear it but it sounds suspiciously like a thousand voices whispering 
Your parents died for a lie. I really hate you right now. <laughs> Buddy would like to read a bad situation. <laughs> Go right ahead. Because this seems like a bad situation. Uh, ten. What? So I got ten. Mm-hmm. So I hold three. Ooh, that's nice. Go for it. I guess definitely one of them is what is the best way out? Well, it's the door that he <laughs> locked and is standing in front of. Okay. That's not a very great way out. <laughs> There ain't no, like, back doors that I've clocked or anything like that? No, because you can't see them. No. Most of these seem very obvious, and I don't want to waste a question on that. Such as question that I'm not going to ask, what is the biggest threat? It's that big yeah, motherfucker that's... in front of me. I mean, he's not big, but... <laughs> the only motherfucker in front of me. Yeah, that's more accurate. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to protect the victims, namely being Buddy? <laughs> <laughs> there is a helpless woman yes? behind the bar with you. Um, the best way to protect yourself would be just to duck behind the bar at this point, because he's on the other side of it. Okay. And are there uh, any dangers we haven't noticed? Like, anything that like is causing him to move like this, or is he just moving like this? Um, you can kind of feel like, like a staticky feeling in the air, like there's something else in there with you. Hmm. If I look around, can I see you, like... At least like a corner of the bar where it might be originating from. No. I mean, it's just kind of like an ominous feeling. Hmm. Okay. Jimmy, while it was probably while Buddy was doing this, a little bit shocked. Um, can he just like launch himself at the thing and like try and knock him down? The guy? Yeah. Uh, roll kick some ass. That is a 10. All right. So you do this. Mm-hmm. I think I get an extra effect, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. So you launch forward and kind of, like, hit him in his center of gravity, so you both stumble backwards, like, you don't fully knock him over, mm-hmm. um, but you do get that one extra. You just, like, force him away from the door, so, like, pin him up against a, one of the tables or something? Yeah, 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 you do that. Um, he takes one harm, and he's no longer near the door. He's kind of uh, up against the, the pool table. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yell back at Buddy, get her out of here, and then turn back to the thing and be like, you, tell me what the fuck you mean. <laughs> uh, as he yells that, can Thomason use her powers to unlock the door and just fling it open? You try to do this, and you get a headache for your trouble, but there is a force that is greater than your own magic holding the door shut. What? This is a terrible situation, and I hate it. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, and Jimmy, as you are holding this this being down on the pool table it opens its mouth and no uh like a a light that's not a light it's a dark glowing presence issues from its mouth and wraps itself around your head and cuts off your air supply and forces you back uh slamming you into the wall for three harm what the fuck (gasps) Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ on a cracker. You didn't fight so shit is this in the, the episode? last episode. Is this the episode where we all die? It's definitely the ep- Happy is birthday, that Sadie's Sadie. birthday present? <laughs> Happy birthday, Sadie. You're gonna die. Buddy noticing this happened would like to use protect somebody on Thomason? Okay. Oh no. What is oh no. I forgot that was a tough move. Uh, so Buddy jumps up to help protect you, Thomason, but absolutely slips on a loose peanut. Uh, I got a four. <laughs> but well, as I slip tried. on that peanut and my attempt. head bounces off the floor, I level up. 
Nice. Um, so yeah, as you slip and fall, buddy, you draw the creature's attention to you. Its head kind of snaps from staring at Jimmy to staring at you. And in your head, uh, heard only by you, it sounds like a thousand voices are whispering, you're always a disappointment to the group. I'm going to kill whatever this... I know I didn't hear that, but I'm going to kill it. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Uh, Just a behind the scenes. Yesterday when we were driving home, I told Travis that any mean stuff I say about Buddy is not stuff that I actually believe. (laughs) It was very easy to say mean things about Jimmy and Thomason because I knew they could take it. (laughs) Thanks. They're not all made of marshmallows and Cheetos. (laughs) Oh, and you take one harm from hitting your head on the floor, buddy. Oh, no. I already had that one marked because I forgot to erase the stuff from last time. Yeah, from the (laughs) the episode where you didn't fight anything. You still somehow get a harm? I don't remember what hurt me. Probably myself I don't know what you're talking about. Jimmy wrestled a troll. (laughs) Yeah. I have a legitimate harm for a reason. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, Thomason would like to use magic again because she's she's not going to just give the fuck up she's gonna try and just do anything okay. i think because i don't think she likes that she tried something and it didn't work roll yeah, roll yeah for that roll to use magic yes well last time you stopped me uh that was an 11 okay what do you want to do i think she just like tries to like force i don't know kind of like panic explode panic <laughs> for lack explode? of a better term <laughs> she's just trying to like move anything anything within like a 10 foot radius um okay and you said that was a 10, so it is normal successful? Uh, 11, yeah. So, Thomason, with your mind powers and your powers of rage, um, you lift a pool cue up from the the rack where it is near the, the shadow being, and you launch it at them, and it kind of snaps against the back of their head like it breaks in half over the back of its head, uh, dealing nice. it uh, one harm. And uh, it draws its attention away from Buddy and on to you. And you, hearing only a thousand voices... Oh, I don't like this. ...whispering that you are a sin against humanity and should never exist. Christ almighty, this guy is an asshole. Ouch! Jimmy would like to shoot it again. (laughs) Are you shooting from the floor, like... Shooting from the floor, just up into its chest okay that is a 10 no wait that is a 12 fuck that guy all right so you shoot it uh in the chest and it doesn't hit anything that would technically like kill a human right away so it kind of like just above the heart Mm -hmm. and you you deal uh three harm and you see that kind of black light issue from its mouth again, but it doesn't attack anyone. It just kind of pools up around the ceiling in like a strange, like undulating black cloud. And the uh, man that it had previously been inside of uh, kind of falls to the ground, uh, gasping and clutching its new bullet wound. Ah, shit. Jimmy killed a man. <laughs> I very specifically said defense. it was not a lethal. Yeah. In my defense. <laughs> he tried to kill us first. Okay, does the can does the door open? Like can we open the door now? Now you're you're in there with this shapeless ominous black mass. 
Oh, that thing's not going anywhere, huh? Buddy throws a thing at the black mass. <laughs> I can tell you it's not going to work. You don't even have to roll. <laughs> Jimmy looks at Thomas and is like, can you do something about the thing? Uh, can I try? But yeah, yeah. Try I will to try. Trap it in a bottle? Is that a thing? I would say even just like kind of force it out of the out of the bar. Good news, that's a 13. Yeah, Damn. so you cast your magical powers, and it kind of collides with the, the mass that's hovering near the ceiling, and it dissipates and reforms and kind of pushes itself through the cracks underneath and around the edges of the door. And as it's doing that, you hear a click as the door unlocks because the presence that was holding it shut has vanished. <sighs> okay. Uh, hey, Tina, do you want to call an ambulance? Yeah, she <laughs> hauls ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy goes and downs his beer in a couple of gulps. Um, what the fuck was that? I don't know, but we should probably get out of here before you get charged with attempted murder? Yeah, there is a man who is, uh... Very shot by your gun. <laughs> yeah, but we should also try and figure out if he knows what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, let's go uh, question that guy real quick. Uh, hi. So we're calling an ambulance. Oh, fucking good. Yeah. That's good. That's... Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, any, any chance you know what was going on here, buddy? Um, no. What's the last thing you remember? Drinking a beer. <laughs> you been anywhere occulty recently? His eyes kind of dart from side to side, and he... He's still clutching his bullet wound, and he looks at between you, and he hesitates for a minute, and then he slowly stands up and bolts out the door. Ah, uh, shit. What? And as you're watching this, stunned by the fact that a man that was just shot, you hear a car starting in the parking lot. Can I run after him? I'd like to run after him. You oh, Buddy is going to use a thing that he's had this whole time and hasn't used. Uh, I am going to throw my uh, GPS tracker into his truck as he's driving away. Okay, well, he's not driving a truck, but... Or his vehicle. I'm going to throw my GPS thing on it. Okay. I forgot I had a GPS receiver this whole goddamn time, and this is the perfect time to use it. Roll. You're going to need to roll Uh, Act Under Pressure. pressure? Yes. Which, uh, when I tripped and fell and leveled up, I uh, unlock two advanced moves, one of those being Act Under Pressure. So if I get a 12+, plus, I do super good things. Ooh. I... It's an 8. Uh, act Under Pressure is cool. I got a 10. So I do it good. Okay, so as you see his uh, Dotson pulling out of the parking lot, the back window is unrolled. And you kind of lob this GPS tracker into the back. But he still manages to take off down the road right on um and that's where we're gonna end the episode <laughs> jesus christ well that was fun yeah do you guys have any thoughts or i don't like it <laughs> this is the bestest buffy birthday ever <laughs> i'm sorry i had um. to say mean things about you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah real sorry it's not even really mean it's just kind of like devastating <laughs> Yeah, let's check in with Jimmy's feelings in the next episode. I would love to hear this. <laughs> I don't know that, like, because we didn't hear anything that everybody else is. Yeah, everybody just heard their own shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you just heard me lose my whole mind over so it. So unless Thomason wants to tell everybody that she's a sin against God and man. 
Oh, no, she never talks to anyone. Have you noticed she didn't, like, mention anything about her weird vision? (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. You never said anything about any of your visions. No, 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 no. (laughs) You did in the the troll episode, but you prefaced it with, I don't know if this is related. (laughs) (laughs) Then it was very When it's relevant, (laughs) then sometimes she'll talk. So, yeah, you guys just fought appears to be a shadow demon yeah that's fine um you lost your suspect we did not lose the suspect i have him gps tag let's close up the episode (laughs) take a quick potty break come back for part two yeah follow us on twitter and instagram we are at monsterpod rpg and you can find us on the interwebs at monsterpod.pizza and thanks to lisa for our cover art you can find her at lisaspiller.com thank you to gumbell for our theme song um if you could subscribe rate review all of that fun stuff sometimes we give you inadvertent shout outs on the show hi taylor (laughs) (laughs) for being our one review (laughs) and also just being a general nice person that i love all right we will be back with operation horn in part two (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.